Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Okay, welcome to the BBS radio channel, and if you're watching this on Rumble, it's rumble.com forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. But I'd like for everybody to really tune into my BBS radio channel, which is bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. Why spiritual? Because I see almost every problem we have as being spiritual at its very essence. And action, because if we don't take action, it doesn't matter. We can sit around and bitch and moan and complain all we want to. But um, words are not hurting these people. We need to take action. Whatever that action is. Uh, At this point, I'm not calling for a violent overthrow of the government by any stretch of the imagination because we have people on our side. But I think we should think back to the revolution. When the revolution came about, maybe 10% of the colonists were on board for actually going up against the Armada, the strongest Navy military on the planet at that time, the British Empire. Ten percent of the colonists with pitchforks and rifles that had to be, I mean, it was ridiculous. But it's the passion behind that that won that war that got us to where we are today. Now it's, it's being threatened again. But imagine if 90 percent of the colonists would have rose up. It wouldn't have had to have been violent at all. They would have just all said, no, no more, absolutely not, and and just kick them out of the country, put them on their little boats and shove them offshore and say goodbye. Uh, We're our own country. And I think we can do that here, too, if we get enough of us to rise up and say, no, I'm not going for this anymore. Uh, The evidence is in. The doctors are speaking out against the so-called V word. It's ridiculous to have to do that. I mean, we all know what we're talking when we say the N-word or the V-word or the C-word. I mean, don't we have better things to think about? You know, I I was telling a friend of mine the other day, uh, I have an analogy of my life right now, and it's getting close. And I found out later that it's actually the Hopi prophecy almost, you know. But I, I feel like I'm in a lifeboat with a few friends few family, and we know what's going on. And what's going on is we're in a lifeboat and we're headed towards a waterfall that we're not going to survive. Absolutely not going to survive. But there's a lifeboat to the right, lifeboat to the left. The one to the right is full of sleeping, dead, sleeping, dreaming people. And no matter how loud I yell at them, they're not waking up. The other lifeboat, they're all arguing about can a man have a baby and critical race theory and all of the drag queen story time things with pedophiles and the yes and no, the bad, the good. 
but they're so engrossed in the polarized arguments that they can't hear me either. Well, I, I'm giving up my print magazine for, for this reason. I, enough people aren't hearing what I'm saying. And the only people that's responding are the people that's arguing a lot, and they just want to draw me into the argument. And I, I don't want to go there. So uh, the Lotus Guide will still be a digital magazine for however long that is. But I'm putting most of my emphasis on BBS radio and my Rumble channel. I can't do anything with YouTube because I've been kicked off three times, three strikes, and it's amazing they haven't taken my channel away. And the last strike, I, I haven't posted anything. They had to go back in time and find something that I was doing, I guess. But um, I, I think I could have more of an effect taking my message out on my podcast and uh, using my megaphone from my little lifeboat but I, I'll have to tell you right here and now, um, there's going to come a time when I'm going to stop putting my energy into trying to wake people up. Because if, if you're not awake by now, chances are there's nothing I can say that hasn't been said by so many other journalists and podcasters ad nauseum uh, to wake you up with the evidence, with the proof, with the facts. The, all the information. This is an information war. Uh, if I feel that day has come for me, I, I'm going to start rowing like hell away from the waterfall, and I'm just going to let the other lifeboats respect their path they're on and let them find out what's ahead for them. Because there might come a time when I have to be more concerned about my immediate group of friends and family and myself that depend on me to make the right decisions. Right now, for me, the right decision is to blast out as much information as I can from people that are doing a really good job. I mean, I could redo it and pretend like it's my own and revamp it, and why do that? They're doing a good job. So I'm just going to play their stuff on my channel and tell you where I get it from so you can follow up on it, check out the facts, see what's happening. This is from the Reese Report. Now, the Reese Report, these are like four or five-minute clips, and he, he nails it every time. Let's take a listen to this. Thierry on Twitter wrote that everyone who touches Zelensky resigns, which is interesting. After failing the UK at every opportunity to serve globalist interests, Boris Johnson resigns as prime minister to which the Russian Kremlin expressed good riddance. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi, who helped deliver Italian weapons to Ukraine and rallied support for Ukraine's entry into the EU, announced his resignation. Last month, Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas expelled the populist center-left center party, claiming that she needed to form a new government to support Ukraine in their war against Russia. And on Thursday, Kallas officially resigned as a formality to form a new government, which he has already reached a consensus between the center-right Reform Party, the Social Democrats, and the conservative Fatherland Party to form a new three-party government to support Ukraine. And Sri Lanka's president, Godabaya Rajapaksa, 
who supported the Ukraine despite sanctions crippling his own nation, emailed in his resignation after fleeing the country. Beyond resignations and beyond meet and greets with Ukraine's puppet President Zelensky, we have also just seen the assassination of popular anti-globalist leader Shinzo Abe and the dramatic loss of confidence expressed by the people towards Macron, Trudeau, and Biden. What is happening here? On Celia Farber's The Truth Barrier, Catherine Austin Fitz explains that we are seeing a clean-out or political castration of leaders. Now keep in mind, Catherine Austin Fitz, she was one of the head financial people and did an audit of our government a few years back. And at the end of that audit, testifying in front of Congress, she said, there's trillions of dollars gone. I don't even know where it is. She said, the only thing that explains it is it's going off this planet. That tells me that we possibly do have a secret space program that we're dumping trillions of dollars into. Um, these are, these are mainline people talking like this now. Raghi, Johnson, Biden, Macron, Abe, their political capital is exhausted and or they will not push the next wave aggressively. Mr. Global is looking to bring in a whole new round of fresh, meaner leadership. The next wave is total collapse. And it's not easy to find people willing to be the fall guy for the destruction of a nation. It takes a special type of person, which might explain why California Governor Gavin Newsom visited the White House. Now get, keep this in mind. They're getting ready to throw Biden under the bus. No doubt about that. He's outlived his usefulness. He's overstayed his welcome. And they're going to bring in somebody else. They'll have to make Kamala the president. Oh, my God. <clears throat> they'll have to make her the president by their own rules. But they'll pull in a vice president. And it could be Gavin. Um, there's, there's rumors that that is going to happen. We'll see after Joe Biden was shuffled off to Israel to mumble about the Holocaust. Biden is even unsettling to the stupid, and this entire operation requires stupidity. So things are going to keep getting stranger, but it probably won't last much longer because the global financial reset is now imminent. Sri Lanka was just the beginning, and it looks like South Africa could be next followed by everyone. The fiat fractional reserve banking scheme has been robbing the people blind for... That's a very good book, by the way. G. Edward Griffin, he is a, he's been into researching this for a long time. The Creature from Jekyll Island is about all of the powers that be at that time went to Jekyll Island and pretty much set up this whole Ponzi scheme, uh, you, you would know it by the Federal Reserve name, using fiat currency. They knew this day was going to come when the whole thing would collapse. And it's here. It's here. I, but if you get a chance to, it, this is also an audible book too. Um, you can read it, listen to it. It'll give you everything you need to know about what brought us here today starting way back in 1913, I believe. But eventually, all the money runs out. 
and the financial pundits are all saying it's this year. The dollar has just reached parity with the euro, and fudging the numbers will no longer work. They have only one solution left, and that's war. War has often been used to save failing fiat currencies, and having no other options, the psychotic bureaucrats in charge will go to war with Russia, which will only hasten the financial collapse of the West. If it comes to World War III, then it will be the final death blow, making way for a new system. Which means that unless you're holding on to real money, you will soon be broke, because all that paper in our wallets and numbers on our screens is going to soon be worthless. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. So, I mean, I don't think you could put it much clearer than that. Um, we're involved in the largest Ponzi scheme in the history of the world. <clears throat> the people who started it knew this day would come. And every time, every time, what pulls a country, or in this case, the world, out of a complete collapse would be a global world war, which is nothing more than redoing the boundaries and, and nation lines and state lines of everything. And I, I hate to say it, but, I mean, Alex Jones is right. I don't hate to say it. I take that back. I, I'm glad he's out there. <clears throat> you know, I've been watching Alex Jones off and on for maybe 20 years, pretty regularly for 10 years, uh, daily almost for two years. And everything that I've ever seen him say, with very few exceptions, is come about. So if you're against Alex Jones, get over it. Uh, stop killing the messenger and, and listen to the message. And I know, he's harsh. <laughs> he's harsh. You know, Donald Trump is harsh. These guys are tough. I mean, their personalities, I, I'm not too sure I'd want to go to a party with them. They're, they're really tough to be around, um, especially Trump. But you have to look at what, what are they doing and what did they not do? You know, what did they not do? Trump didn't get us involved into a war. He stabilized our economy. We had the cheapest gas ever. We had good relations with Russia, a respectful relation with China. The reason I say respectful is because they respect power. And they really respect a person in power that it's un unpredictable. And that's Trump. But look what happened to Trump's final year or two in, in office. I mean, General Milley vocally said that he surpassed and went over and became the dictator for a few months. For a few months. He wasn't letting anything go directly to the president unless he okayed it. He called China and told China that nothing is going to happen, and if it does, if it looks like we're coming after you, I'm going to tell you ahead of time. Ah, uh, isn't that treason? I mean, I, I, all my life, that's been the example of treason. Okay, now this one, um, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it reads like a handbook on how to collapse and overthrow a whole country. Um, once again, Reese Report really nails it. Take a listen. 
Next week in Geneva, Switzerland, members of the World Health Organization, which was founded on the principles of establishing a one-world government, will be voting to give themselves worldwide authority when it comes to official international health emergencies. The same World Health Organization who praised communist China's extreme authoritarian lockdown against the Chinese people, who suggested forcibly separating families to quarantine them. In most parts of the world, <clears throat> due to lockdown, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries now is happening in the household, at family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove. Do you understand what you're really listening to here? I mean, really listen to actually what they're saying. They're talking about going into households that show positive for COVID-19 or monkeypox or gorilla pox or whatever they come up with and take out the children and putting them in internment camps or taking out the adults and putting the children in foster homes. And we know now what happens in foster homes. I mean, if you don't know by now, then you really don't care about children. That's all I can say. And I'm going to, you know, I'm to the point where I am losing my suave, being smooth and being uh, sympathetic with morons and idiots. It's, it's those people walking around wearing a mask that's allowing all this to happen because they don't know. An N95 mask is the best mask on the market, and the experts tell you it only works for about a half an hour in a clean room. If you use it out on the street, it just collects all the germs and bacteria and viruses, and they proliferate, and you breathe it back in, and you have a heavy-duty viral load. I mean, if you can't understand that, you're way past being helped. Way past. Way past. If you're in a hospital, yeah, N95 helps a little bit, if you change it all the time. <sighs> them and isolate them in a, in a safe and dignified manner. And who was caught faking the H1N1 pandemic in 2010. The same World Health Organization run by Tedros Adhanom Gebrasis. By the way, this guy has been given the supreme authority globally to say that we're in a pandemic and lock down the whole planet. One person. And look up his background. <laughs> I, look up his background. I would not let this guy in my house. I would not let him like take care of my kids or my dog. And he's like, Oh, man. who's been working with the Clinton Foundation and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation since 2007, who said that the lockdowns will never end. I repeat, there will be no return to the old normal for the foreseeable future. And that the war in Ukraine was getting massive attention as a result of bias against black lives. The U.S. government is in full support of this new U.N. treaty with the WHO and has submitted 13 amendments, which will be voted on next week, that will give the WHO international authority on lockdowns, forced quarantines, and forced vaccinations. According to constitutional lawyer Robert Barnes, none of this is legally binding until a treaty is approved by the U.S. Senate. 
But the law hasn't been stopping these criminals from committing crimes against humanity so far. And if they plan on staying in power, they are going to have to bring back the lockdowns and the ballot harvesting mules. So we know it's coming, and it will soon be climate lockdowns to go with their climate migration. People are waking up, but the UN's agenda is aggressively pressing forward. The United Nations is meeting this week with members of the Mayor's Migration Council, which is comprised of nine mayors from nine different cities throughout the world, including Eric Garcetti of Los Angeles, California. The Mayor's Migration Council is funded by George Soros's Open Society Foundations, sponsored by the Rockefeller Foundation and partnered with the United Nations. And their stated goal is pretty clear. They want to grant mayors the ability to bypass state and federal government when it comes to what they call climate migration and go straight to international organizations for resources. They are inviting all interested mayors or seniors. Now think about this. I mean, you you really have to get the 30,000 foot view to understand what's going on. If you look at individual events, which is what the fake news gives you, just little clippets and hoping that you have your five-minute memory span and don't go back in time. But if you stand back and look at what's been happening, we've been destabilizing third-world countries, pushing immigration on Germany, Spain, Italy, all these other countries over there. And it's to the point now to where they're almost dysfunctional. Can't you see what's happening in our own country? We're being displaced. We're being invaded by over 150 countries. Do you know there's 750 unattended children a day coming across the border that we encounter? That that doesn't include the, the gotaways, the, the kids and the children and the babies that are being hijacked and taken into God knows what kind of a situation. All because Biden says, come, come, come. We'll give you free food and free clothing and free money. Come here. <clears throat> and they're coming. A lot of them are good people. They, they've, you know, they're in a pretty screwed up country. And they're thinking, well, let's take the family there. <laughs> when they get here, though, what are, they, what are they up against? They're put on a bus and taken to <sighs> all over the United States. And half of them are dropped off. In Washington, D.C., finally, the mayor is complaining because all of their homeless shelters are completely full of immigrant people, illegal immigrant people. And I think we forget the word illegal. That's, that's the whole point here. If you want to come here, fine. Fine. That's great. Uh, that's what this country is about. But come here legally. Legally. You know, my wife, she's from Brazil. She came here legally, and she's a, a, a citizen now. You know, we, we had to go through a lot of paperwork, and, and it's not cheap, but that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to just come here. Matter of fact, her son wanted to come here. We went to a lawyer, see what the best way. The lawyer says, I'll oh, just tell him to just come across the border. What? Yeah, come here illegally. Everybody is. No, 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 no. He came here legally, cost a couple thousand dollars, but he's a citizen now, too. That's the way you're supposed to do it if you really, really love this country. 
that these people don't love. As a matter of fact, they want to destroy this country. And it's a, a method that's been used for time immemorial. This is how you do it. You, you flood the borders, you flood the, you take away their language, you take away their finances, you take away their sovereignty. And what is a country? If you have no borders, no sovereignty, no common language, 75% of the immigrants come here, 10 years later, they still can't speak English. When I call up on the phone, it used to be if you spoke Spanish, now if you speak English, there are so many... Uh, uh, you know, I, I get I get tired of telling people this sometimes because, I mean, like I say, if you don't know by now, you never will. So what I'm trying to do is give you enough information to follow up on and, and wake up. If if enough of us wake up and say no, this won't go into a hot war. But right now, the Biden administration is selling off our strategic oil reserves. That's for our military in case everything breaks down. Guess who we're selling it to? And the fact that you probably already guessed China tells you how bad things are. And at the same time, our gas prices are going up. Now they're going down a little bit. That's what they do. They always do this. They raise it up, and then it comes down, and you go, oh, oh it's coming down a little bit. It's, it's only $5.65 a gallon now. We're... Two years ago with Trump, that would have been what? <laughs> These staff members to contact them at contact at mayorsmigrationcouncil.org to learn how to engage with the international system and learn how to get funding and boots on the ground support. This all sounds completely illegal, but who's going to stop them? There is no longer any justice in America. So expect more lockdowns as the food supply diminishes and the population around you surges with hungry foreign migrants. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. And here we are, millions, not a few hundred thousand, millions of people flooding our border. And, and that's not counting the gotaways. The gotaways are three or four or five times more. Some people say 10, I think that's a bit much, but. It's probably at least five times more. <laughs> 10, 12 million people a year coming across our border. 750 kids a day unattended. Where are they going? It's, they're all shipped off in the secrecy of night. This was brought up by um, a Fox reporter to the White House in Saki said, no, it's, it's not happening in the middle of the night. It's just happening really early. <laughs> I, I, you'll have to excuse me. I'm a little frustrated right now uh, because I feel like at this point I'm talking to grade school kids because all of you listening to this, you should know it by now. If you don't know it, please pay attention and please share my podcast, because I'm just getting started with my podcast on Rumble and BBS Radio. I need some help here, so subscribe and share. You know, that's all I can say is that'll really help me out, because I, I've effectively cut off my income stream by dropping the magazine. I, I, I don't think it's effective enough anymore. People are afraid to pick it up because they're going to get 
uh, viruses on them, uh, even though the chances of that happening is 10,000 to one, next, according to the CDC. Um, I have a hard time dealing with um, people that choose to be idiots. I mean, if, if, if you're born with a mental retardation or you're mentally challenged or you're autistic because of the food your parents have been feeding you and they've been eating and everything else and the vaccinations, my heart goes out to you. But for somebody that's well-educated, has everything placed in front of them, has access to all the information and chooses to put a mask on and be an idiot, I, I have very little sympathy for you at this point because you are the ones that's ruining the world. And right now there's a great awakening. And, and I think the people out here that are awakening up, we have to ask ourselves and make sure, okay, what are you awakening from? We're awakening from a nightmare. And that doesn't mean that we're afraid. That doesn't mean that we're just like, ah, ah, we're going to die. No, we're waking up from that nightmare that had control of us. We're waking up to a new level of consciousness. And if you don't see that, if you don't hear it in my voice, if you don't see it in my eyes, then work on it. Do your meditations, whatever you have to do, those quiet moments, the, the still little voice inside. If you're religious, you know, do your prayers. But wake the up because it's happening globally. Sri, Ron Sri, Sri Lanka, it's gone, folks. It's gone. The, government, the president ran off with a bunch of money and escaped. He, he knew what was happening. And that, that first uh, Greg Reese report, it, it, leader after leader after leader after leader, they see what's coming. And they either don't want to be part of it or they've been promised some higher position in the, the world global uh, dictatorship. And they'll probably put in worse people that will go along with the rhetoric and the bullshit. So keep an eye on it, folks. Just keep an eye on it because if we don't, it's going to take us over the falls. Okay, now speaking of Sri Lanka, I'm going to play this. This is also a Reese report. I'm going to Reese report you to death today because these are good short little clippets that packets this information together really, really well. And um, this is about Sri Lanka. Check this out, because if, if you don't think it's coming to your home country here in the United States, like I say, if you haven't woke up by now, just turn this off and go watch Netflix and uh, watch what happens. You're going to be sucked into the machine. What we are seeing in Sri Lanka is system failure, and that is nothing to celebrate. There is no victory in system failure. In fact, it is what these tyrants are counting on. It's part of the plan, and it's been their business model for decades. As simple as the mafia movies on TV, the World Bank and the IMF strong-arm world leaders into accepting loans that are designed to bankrupt the nation. While the CIA acts as management, secretly administering to the overthrow of national sovereignty and the loot. And that's a great book too, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. He, he worked for the CIA. He, 
He would go in and try to destabilize countries financially by giving them all kinds of money, knowing that they could never pay it back, and then the United States comes in and says, uh, we, we want our money back now. Oh, you don't have it. Okay, well, let's see what you have. Then there goes their natural resources, their water rights, their land rights, their forest, and everything else. Very good book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Uh, somehow he became conscious and had a conscience. And I can tell you personally, when you develop a conscience, there's a lot of things that you can't do anymore. <laughs> Trust me on this. ...of the nation's wealth. This international mafia organization has been doing it like this for years because it always works. They know that once the people become a hungry, angry mob, they can be controlled like animals. And this reactive behavior is exactly what these globalist crooks are counting on. It's why they are destroying the world's economies and creating a food crisis. So the answer is to become proactive. And that is exactly what the Dutch are now showing us, how the people of the world can achieve victory against the tyrants of the new world order. The prolific farmers of the Netherlands are the second biggest food exporters in the world. And they know that the World Economic Forum is planning on buying up their land and cutting off the food supply for billions of people. And they also know that the people united are an unstoppable force. And so they united against tyranny and peacefully, with unstoppable strength, shut down the system. The shelves in many stores are now empty, but it's on their terms. And the people now have the upper hand, as it should be, and could be everywhere if we want it. The New World Order's plan is for all nations to collapse, which tells us that we must not wait until system failure. We must act now. Many people all over the world are now starting to rise up together with the Dutch farmers. Rising up, not as a reactive, hungry, angry mob, but as a righteous people, united in a love for humanity. Society is made up of we the people, and we must now peacefully take control of it. This is the path to victory, and time is quickly running out. The lockdowns are coming back. Uh, the pandemic isn't over. As we've said, the pandemic is not over. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. China has announced five more years of lockdowns. And if you're awake by now, then you know they're coming back everywhere with quarantine camps and forced business closures, all designed to mentally break us and collapse society. If we were to believe that we are powerless and weak, or domesticated pets, then yes, the only path would be to wait until the food runs out and then join the angry mob. But if we were to believe that we were righteous and powerful, then we would just fix it. So what's the plan, fellow humans? Do we wait for the inevitable collapse and lose everything? Celebrating system failure? Or do we learn from the Dutch and take control of everything and fix the system so that it serves we the people. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. See, this is what kills me. <clears throat> America was founded on 
revolutionary principles. What happened to those people? I mean, Washington crossing the Delaware, that could never happen now. I mean, half these people in Congress are so obese they would tip the boat over. We have gone off the edge, people. It's going to take a lot to pull us back right now. And you've got to start waking up. You've got to start waking up. Because if if we don't, don't think for a second that America could go on forever and we would be the first empire, the first civilization that didn't decline and collapse out of idiocracy. And while we're trying to figure out if a man can have a baby and what a woman is, I mean, if somebody asked me to define a woman like they did to the person who went into the Supreme Court or this weird-looking person in in the health um, agency of our government, I don't know if he's a he or a she, but they can't define a woman. I mean, I could have answered this question when I was five. It, it's an adult female. I mean, what is so difficult about that? The, <laughs> am I missing something here, folks? If I am, let me know. Rahasia at USA.com. But I don't think I'm missing anything. I, I think... Uh, Something very strange is going on. And if you haven't watched my Wetiko series, parts one through five, watch it. You know, you're going to see that we've been warned for millennia about interdimensional entities coming in on these low frequencies of negativity, hate and greed and jealousy and aggression. That's how they get in on those low frequencies. And look up at what's going on at CERN. They're actually opening up portals for these entities to come in. According to the director, they're hoping that someday we can go back through the portal. But they're expecting entities to come through. And if they're expecting them, it's because they've already come through. And just look up CERN, C-E-R-N. You know, look up some of the, uh, the original grand opening things that they did with the gods of destruction and all some weird satanic dances and everything. I mean, you know, when I start talking about this to a person that's just really not informed, I, I know how it sounds to the uninformed. And I, I go, you know, should I even be talking right now? Um, but you have to say something um, to, to wake people up. But you have to do your own research. You have to do it. I, I can't do it for you. It doesn't mean anything. It'd be like you coming to me and telling me, hey, I'm, I'm so starved, I, I, I need food, and me give you some pictures of food. Uh, wh what's that going to do? You have to go out and get your own food and eat it, assimilate it, digest it, transform it into the energy to go out and navigate the world that we're in right now. I can't just give you pictures and videos like I'm doing right now and that's all you need you need to go out and transform yourself through doing your own search because that is the transformation and the grand great awakening of spirit planetary consciousness on this planet that's happening right now and if you don't know about it 
um, you're not paying attention or you're paying attention to the wrong fake news channels or something. Another good YouTube channel, and he sort of skirts along the side. It's called Inspired Channel. Look up some of the things they talk about in some of their interviews. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay, now this next one. If this doesn't freak you out, something's wrong with you. That's all I can say. They're coming after our kids now. And that's that's the bottom line for me and a lot of this stuff. Adults, you know, you're going to make your own choice and you're going to live with the consequences. I wrote a book about, it's called To Believe or Not to Believe, The Social and Neurological Consequences of Belief Systems. That book, I probably wrote it too early, but there are social and neurological consequences to believing bullshit without any evidence around it whatsoever. The, the thing that the gym, the mental gymnastics that your brain has to go through, according to neural scientists like Andrew Newberg, people like that, Bruce Lipton, they all say the same thing. Something happens to your neurological networking when you're doing this and you're not backing it up with some life experience or some research, some credibility, some historic evidence. Like I, I can go back all the way through history. I, I have yet to find that there's more than two genders. So check this out. And like I say, th this should freak you out a little bit. The FDA unanimously voted to authorize both the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines for children as young as six months old. And the CDC joyfully recommends that every child get one. I know many parents with very young children have been anticipating this. And they know for a fact that this is not true. So she's either a complete idiot with an IQ of maybe 10, or she's part of a plot to make our children sick. Do you know, I, if I have time, I'm going to play it. One of the largest casket manufacturers in the United States, standard caskets, I believe, they're complaining and they're warning people, hey, we're getting massive requests for infinite infant caskets ahead of time. What are they planning where they're going to need a huge supply of infant caskets. Why are the big insurance companies saying, hey, across the board, all these diseases that basically come about because of a depleted immune system, 20, 30, up to 40%, some of them say, over the top of deaths, all, all around overall deaths. Why are people dying like crazy right now? Why are they ordering caskets, especially infant caskets? And more importantly, why isn't this on the news? Why? To answer that, you're going to have to be really, really brave. I mean, if you don't care about yourself, at least let's start taking care of our kids. Um, as far as I know, I, I remember talking with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. once. And in, in, in the history of vaccines, very few of them have ever worked, ever. Even polio, 70% of the polio that's in our world today is directly attributed 
to the polio vaccine. And if, if you want to really read a book, uh, The Real Dr. Fauci, read that one. That one will blow your mind, especially if you've, if you've known anybody that's ever suffered from AIDS. That will freak you out. You watch. They're going to throw Fauci under the bus unless he's able to resign first. I, I think he'll probably resign because he can't keep lying like this, not with so much evidence out there. Um, Biden, he's done. I mean, he just sort of mumbles his way through life right now. Even his wife, Jill, is saying that hey, it's probably not the right person for this job right now. There's too much happening and, you know, no fault of his own. He's having to deal with all these pro- All these problems are basically his anyway. So, um, well, let's see what we got next here. Okay, now next, uh, let's see what our arch enemy, Russia, is... Uh, up to with their sneaky contrivances of getting into our elections and helping Trump win the election. And uh, it seems like we blame, and believe me, I'm, I'm not a Russia fan, but if, if we left them alone, I'm pretty sure that they would just leave us alone. That's what Putin was trying to do, be more sovereign within his own borders. He already had 25% of the Ukraine, and when he went in, to the rest of Ukraine, he closed down over 15 militarized level four biolabs that was doing the very same kind of research, gain of function, that caused all this in the first place. So I'm not too sure who the bad guys and good guys are anymore. I mean, even China, only 15% of China is communistic China. 85%, there, there's a bunch of really good Chinese people that just wants to live out their lives, and now they're in an uproar. They're revolting. When it gets to the point where you're revolting against a totalitarian authority like China, you know the, the climax is coming pretty close, pretty close. Um, we just need to start doing that here. You know, we, we need to start doing blockades and revolting and protesting, civil disobedience. It, it's, not, it's not our right to have civil disobedience. It's our duty to say, whoa, 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 whoa. I want to say no to this and stand on solid ground that's been put beneath me through the many millions of lives that our, our soldiers and people that have fought and died for this country have fought to give us this opportunity to speak up. And what are we doing? Pfft. Sitting around watching Netflix and ordering from Amazon. Um, well, I had a friend from Europe. He told me a few years ago, you guys will get what you deserve. And I am afraid that might be true. I'm afraid it might be true. Okay, so now we're going to go into a little bit of what Russia might be about and the possibilities of nuclear war. I think they're just using this as a scare tactic. I can't imagine, well, I can't imagine uh, that there isn't some cool heads at the top of this 
um, that would see that we're all going to lose if we go into a nuclear war. But these are psychotic people. Uh, and, and they're getting sicker by the minute, not by the month or year, by the minute they're getting sicker. Every time I watch C-SPAN, these people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker. So let's take a look at this and really take this serious. America's current nuclear strategy is a deterrent strategy based on the idea that nobody can win a nuclear war without mutual annihilation. And this has been the strategy since the 1960s, based entirely on an all-out nuclear attack from Russia. But this is a problem for the U.S., because Russia is playing by their own set of rules. A key element to America's nuclear deterrent system is our Ohio-class nuclear submarines, which were all built in the 1980s and armed with Trident missiles that cannot reach any Russian targets from port, which is where most of them remain, despite Russia's threats of nuclear war. The Russians, on the other hand, have intercontinental ballistic missiles loaded onto their submarines, which are capable of reaching the United States even when docked at port. But they are not at port. Russia has made their nuclear submarines actively ready for war with NATO. We reportedly have only four on patrol at all times, because the main element of America's nuclear deterrent is our aging land-based nuclear umbrella, designed specifically for mutual assured destruction, a doomsday machine. This outdated system has gone untested for over 30 years, while Russia has continued their testing as well as continued to build thousands of advanced tactical nukes while the U.S. has decreased its own stockpile to below 200. Biden has assured Putin that a nuclear war can never be won, even though the United States itself has already proven otherwise. So is it really that mad to assume a possible victory? We know that the Earth can withstand it, there has already been over 2,000 nuclear bombs detonated on Earth, mostly underwater, underground, and in the upper atmosphere. But it's clear that the Earth's atmosphere can take it. American media is even suggesting it would be good for the environment. But the West could potentially be defeated with only one nuke. Russia has released videos of a strategy wherein they could detonate an underwater nuke to create a tsunami that would devastate the United Kingdom. But there is a strategy far more simple that they could deploy. A surprise attack with a super EMP weapon could bring the United States and Europe to their knees in an instant. A large enough nuke detonated in our upper atmosphere could fry the entire electrical grid, which is already in need of repair. This type of super EMP is capable of an electromagnetic pulse that can emit up to 150,000 volts per square meter, which is three times the amount our military systems are shielded for. An EMP attack like this could quite easily cripple our military communications, keeping the U.S. from waging any sort of counterstrike. The payload required for a super EMP could be launched from a submarine at hypersonic speeds and could also be hidden on board a satellite. An EMP payload could have already been discreetly delivered into our atmosphere by Russia, China, or the United States, and once detonated, would first take out all other satellites, 
leaving all evidence of the true perpetrator undetectable, so it could be blamed on anyone. And with the CCP-owned Biden administration openly vying for the Great Reset, it would seem that taking down the entire public grid could actually serve their Build Back Better agenda. Why on earth would the world care if America was silenced and put to sleep? Average Americans seem to enjoy the endless illegal wars. The mercenaries are now clamoring for a few more bloody dollars. The liberals are celebrating a world war with Russia. And the Republicans are cheering for Elon Musk, who has used his alliance with NASA, which was founded by Nazis, to serve the neo-Nazi battalions in Ukraine against Russia. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. You know, quite honestly, I, I don't I don't know what to think about Elon Musk. Um, he's probably better than most of the oligarchs, for sure. Um, but there comes a time when you have to do more than talk. And um, he's in a position where he could do a lot, could do a lot. But I, I don't know if these people are being taken over. If you watch my series on Watiko, if, if you go to bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist or rumble.com forward slash Rahasi Uncensored, you can watch all five parts. And that will open your minds to what might possibly be going on and why throughout the millennia, way back in Vedic literature, the Upanishads and Mahabharata and on up to Sumerian times and Mesopotamia, Aristotle, Plato, Heraclitus, on up through Rudolf Steiner, Swedenborg, Carl Jung, they've all warned us, serious warning, warned us about what happens when too many people go too negative. And these entities, which usually come in regularly, I mean, we, we see sick people get sicker psychologically. Um, this could be what the process is. That's the reason it's important to hold love in your hearts and compassion. And as um, Ram Das once said, he said, do what you have to. You know, you live in the world. Do what you have to with friends, family, doesn't matter. Do what you have to, but never put them out of your heart. And that's not so much for them, that's for you. You love your enemy, not to make your enemy feel guilty or something. You love your enemy because that is your spiritual shield to repel anything trying to get at you because it brings your frequency up to a level to where these entities can't entrain. They, you have to be close enough for them to grab hold and work their way up into your being. And I tell you, if, they, if enough of them get into you and you become infested so bad, they will eventually take over your consciousness. And the people around you say things like, whatever happened to that person? Man, I, I don't even know who they are anymore. How many times have we heard that? How many times have we heard that? And it's totally possible that that person is gone. They, their soul has been eaten up by these entities. Because if they can grab hold of your being, if you're negative enough and they can grab hold of your being and they can work, your way, work their way up to your actual spirit energy, 
they become so infused and become so self-aware that they can take over your mind at that point. And at that point, they will drive you into everything that is physically exhilarating, whatever that might be. doesn't matter what it is. Because in the end, they know that that body is going to die and they will just release and go to somebody else or something else or go back through the portal to their home base or whatever it is. I know these are tough thoughts. I know these are tough things to talk about. But you know what? If we don't start talking about it and we don't start paying attention and do our homework, we're doomed. So once again... Rahasia at USA.com if you want to email me and if you want to make a donation because right now I'm cutting off my source of income with the magazine. I can use the donations because, you know, I'm not like one of the NBC or ABC or anything else. I, I'm not getting huge grants from George Soros. You know, donations really do help. And we've had a few, but if you go to lotusguide.com forward slash donations, that will pull you right to a, a really secure site. It's a PayPal site. I don't use GoFundMe because they can lock up my money like they did to the truckers in Canada. So for now, I'm going to sign off. And so thank you very much for tuning in and um, have a great time. And remember, keep loving your heart because... In the end, the love you make, that's going to be equal to the love you're able to take with you. So, and I might be a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. You take care. Bye.